Welcome to Blazing Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze, and I've got my co-host, my sidekick, my all-around good friend, Michelle Saunders Guts. Michelle, we are in the thick of football season. How are you doing? This season has been, wow, just filled with uncertainty. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways. Uh, teams you thought would win or haven't been, and teams you thought were going to lose suddenly decided they wanted to uh, pull some upsets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about craziness. And look at the cards, right? The Cardinals, now we're going to be talking about them first, right? Uh, we'll be getting into that because that game... Uh, I, I actually uh, didn't get a chance to watch it live because I was traveling. Uh, and so I actually just finished watching the uh, the condensed version of the game. Uh, you know, the uh, I love NFL Plus. Thank you so much for doing that. It's helpful. <laughs> um, but, you know, I it, let's get into the cards because... They went in. I mean, you you were going in to play an NFL Eagles team who is known to be a hard team to beat, you know. And I was I kind of looked at that game and I honestly wrote it off. I'm like, they're gonna lose that game. Just you got Jalen Hurts. You got you, you know you got a few gnarly players on that team, including uh, T.J. Watt. You know, I mean. I just I went in and I honestly wrote that game off. I thought it was going to be a bloodbath. And the first half of the game, it was. I mean, the Eagles were dominating them. You know, all of a sudden they're up to like 14 to nothing. And I mean, they were just doing whatever the heck they wanted, you know. And Kyler Murray's offense couldn't seem to get things going. You know, so I'm sitting there watching going, oh, this looks bad. And then, like, come out halftime, and it seems like it was the reverse. It was like the Cardinals were getting everything that they wanted. And Kyler Murray, and can I shout out another player just for for uh, James Conner? That guy is a beast. He's a he's the running back for the Cards, but like he will not be stopped. And when he is taken down, he falls forward to get more yardage. And he made some plays that I just sat back and went, are you kidding me? He ran for one touchdown and then he actually got a one-handed grab for a touchdown. And like, he just was not to be stopped. And also uh, Greg Dorch was another one. That guy just would not be stopped. He's a, you know, special teams guy that got moved to receiver. And it was almost like Kyler Murray was just on point making these throws, you know, especially in the second half. And shock and awe, the Cardinals actually got the win over the Eagles. <laughs> Talk about the, I would say that was the upset of the week, wouldn't you, Michelle? Yes. Crazy. I mean, actually, I was kind of excited <laughs> to see the Cardinals, like, do that. And it was so funny because they had four, 34 seconds um, for the Eagles to go, you know, down and try and retake the lead. You know, it was like in the th fourth quarter, right? And, you know, they're, they're getting, you know, their chunk plays. You knew they would. You knew that the Eagles would get some, some good runs. But then Hurts, I think it was Jalen Hurts, he throws the ball and the Cardinals intercept to end the game. I'm like sitting there going, did that just happen? You know, I mean, it's not like they're going to go into the playoffs. Obviously, their record speaks otherwise, but they needed that win. 
they needed that win. I mean, especially considering they're rebuilding, you know. Uh, and I think the last thing I want to point out that I saw was that Kyler Murray was finally making throws to his receivers, like Michael Wilson. You know, it wasn't just to the tight ends or this and that, but it was actually he was making throws to his receivers and they were catching the doggone ball. You know, I mean, it was it was like, okay, this is actually good. So I thought this was a good win for the Cardinals. Uh, The Eagles probably ought to go back to the drawing board because any given Sunday they got taken to the woodshed. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing for the Eagles, too. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if they lost any ranking in their standings. That I'm not sure. I think they're still in playoff contention. In fact, there's something I do want to talk to you about that because um, we'll, we'll get into that. But I think, you know, they're still going to be a playoff team. But losing to a team like the Cardinals doesn't exactly help them. Well, you know the Chiefs' history of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, I do. I do. Absolutely. Uh, so let's um, let's jump into the Chiefs. Um, now, I know, Michelle, you didn't get a chance to see the game. Yeah, unfortunately. That was on New Year's Eve. I did, I did start out watching the game, and, um, and it, it did not go like I was hoping at first. And then it started going, and the performance was there, and they were making points and you know, doing what they normally do. And they didn't get that far behind um, the team that they were, they were playing at that. Yeah. They were playing the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals. And um, it was crazy because there were people all over the board with who was going to win that game. And they beat the Bengals, you know, in the past and everything, but it just their latest you know, performance with the games they had played, there wasn't a whole lot of confidence that they might beat them. And so I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's New Year's Eve. You're playing at Geha. Let's, uh, you know, earlier that day, my brother in law and sister in law stopped in on their way for, back from Florida and we went downtown and, or we went down to the plaza and there were, a lot of Bengals fans <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, you know, interesting to see the faithfulness of fans, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I will say this. The Bengals fan base is interesting. Yeah. They're eight and eight right now. So there's definitely, they didn't win their, their conference, but so I was, I didn't want to see the Chiefs shamed by losing their standing, you know, well, and I mean, it would have helped. Uh, uh, it would have helped another team, which we'll get into in a minute. But I think, like from my observations watching that game, um, you know, they still had some offensive difficulties in my mind. Uh, however, I think the 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 um, I think it was the defense that won that game. I really do, uh, because that defense, that Chiefs defense, is just brutal. When they're playing, they are brutal. I mean, they are just, they control that line of scrimmage and heaven help you if you try and take any yardage. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching going between them and I, the other player that I have been seriously impressed with. And I, I watch him and I'm just like, dude, this guy has a future. 
uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Well, he's this is cool. He's going to play this game uh, this Sunday, and I'm really excited that he's going to be able to play. Yeah, because I know that I know the temptation is to rest your players. Yeah, I mean, there's questions about whether Mahomes is going to play. I will say this: I'm glad the Chiefs won. Um, I think you know, and and they and now they have the Western Conference Championship. Um, you know, and so I, I think before we leave this, I actually want to uh, bring up something uh, that was brought up. Uh, I was listening to a, a radio or a podcast by a commentator. He's a, he, you know, he likes his sports, but he's uh he's more on the news cycle stuff. Uh, and he actually made his predictions for 2024. And one of them actually caught my ear and I thought I'd talk about it. And that being that he said that he predicted that there would be a rematch for this year's Super Bowl. You are telling me that chiefs Eagles crazy. I'm not so sure on that one. And here's the Me reason either. I mean, let's how? It, well, that's a good question because you would have the Eagles would have to win every playoff game going forward, which, by the way, they've got some serious contenders for that. And OK, so I it's possible. But the, considering they're losing streak at the moment, eh, not probable. How did he build his case on that? He just said he thought that that that, you know, there would be a rare rematch. And, you know, he didn't really, you know, it wasn't, he didn't really, you know, he didn't really justify which, but it, it made me think, is that even possible? I mean, to a certain degree, maybe if both teams play like they are play to the quality of caliber that we know they have. Well, who did the Eagles have to play between now and Super Bowl? Uh, I am not sure. I haven't even looked at the playoff standings quite yet. Okay. Well, as I'm, let's see. Looks like Sunday is considered week 18, Teresa. We're in the 18th week as I'm looking to see what their schedule looks like. They they have a wild card round in the playoffs, it looks like. I don't know. I, I need to understand more about this. Yeah, know. the wild card is basically uh okay, you are the worst performing team, so you guys are going to play to see if you can get into the playoffs basically. Well, it looks like they play New York. We're talking Eagles now. Right. New, ooh, the Giants. That's week 18 for them. And then we play the Chargers, the the Chiefs. Uh, I can tell you right now, the Chiefs are going to win that game based on every time I've seen the every time I've seen the Chargers play, they suck badly. They no, seriously, they're worse than the Cardinals. Uh, which I will I will get into that because I saw some things and I'm like, are you kidding me? That's not you can't even. Yeah, you can't even qualify that as defense. <laughs> so we'll get into that. Um, but I'm just gonna say it. And I think, Michelle, you, you would agree here. The likelihood of that happening, I would say 90% forget it. Because there's some stellar teams that are ready to win, that have been consistent. And let's face it, the Chiefs right now, even though they're playing good right now, they're a streaky team. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's not possible, but I 
I don't know. I just, the Ravens have been such an incredible force. Yeah, but they're not going into, I don't think Baltimore's going in, but, but, but we do have some teams that are going in, like the Raiders, I think. Well, the 49ers. Oh God, 49ers, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, what th- I mean, yeah. 49ers are, they're that team that you watch and you go, I don't want to be across the field from that team. <laughs> you know, they're just that good. Yeah. They're a wow. Wow. They have been playing wow. And so I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different opinions, but you would have to, you would, you would have to basically beat the 49ers. And the way they've been playing, they probably are going to have home field advantage, um, which means you're going to have to go into their stadium and beat them on their field with all their fans. Good luck. They have really done well this year. They have been really great this year. I mean, they're saying the Ravens and, and the 49ers are definitely going to be the contenders in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's those are the predictions now, and those are coming from... There's just a lot of different well, people. If, okay, if that was the case, I would have to say, even though it kind of goals me to do it because I don't like the 49ers, <laughs> um, I would actually have to say, I think the 49ers would get the win. I think they're just that good. Where are the Bills right now? Have you been keeping up with them? I haven't, no. Okay. I haven't, no, no. Um, only when like they come across our radar for playing one of our teams, but yeah. So, um, okay. So there's that. And I think, you know, we will get a better look at the playoff picture as things progress. Yeah, we will after next week. Yeah. So we'll come back to that. Uh, let's talk about Denver, but before we get into that, I want to talk, touch on today's, uh, uh, sponsor and that is faith fuel supplements. You know, I am a huge fan, um, like, I know a lot of people struggle with things like a chronic pain. I'm one of them. And, you know, I have to take certain anti-inflammatories to try and keep things at bay and, you know, other things. And, but one of the things that I have used, you know, for my muscles and my joints is a CBD. And I, we have a CBD roll on that is a, that is a CBD, CBD roll on. It's an isolate brand, which means there's no THC in it. And, I roll it on the areas that are killing me and, you know, it does its job. And I want you guys to check it out. If you know someone or you yourself are struggling with chronic pain and let's face it, that can be debilitating. I want you to check it out. I want you to go to www.faithfuelsupplements.com forward slash store. And I want you to type in B in the letter N G and you will receive 10% off your first order. Uh, you know, go check it out. Also, if you're on TikTok, uh, Faith Fuel has a TikTok account. Please check it out. Faith Fuel Supplements, you know, on TikTok. So that being said, you know, you know, go check it out. We've got some other products as well, but I, but I wanted to highlight the CBD because I'm telling you what, you know, I I believe in providing solutions, you know, solutions. So faithfuelsupplements.com forward slash store. Let's jump into Denver. Now, the Chiefs beating the Bengals knocked the uh, the Broncos out of playoff contention. I'm sorry to say that, but yeah, that happened. 
Even though the I'm world not, goes, I'm not. <laughs> Of course, of course, of course. However, but I do still like the Broncos. They're just not my favorite team. I understand this. I understand. I understand. You know, but I will say this: the Broncos did uh, win, and I mean, it was a battle of the backup quarterbacks. Uh, Russell Wilson didn't play, and neither did the quarterback for the Chargers. And um, you know, and so it was. But I'm going to call out what I saw. I saw. I mean, Denver played really pretty well. You know, they made their mistakes. They had some fumbles. They had some bad snaps, that kind of thing. But they played pretty well. The issue that I saw, the Chargers, I think they played worse than I've ever seen any team this year play, including the Cardinals. That defense that they have, that defensive line is weak. They are, I mean, they are just unreal how bad they are. The only thing that kept the Chargers in the game at all was their offense, you know, because and and that was strictly by field goals and maybe one touchdown. And I I am like, wow. And I, I know they have an interim coach. They fired their coach. You know, they have a lot of fixing to do. But I would say the Broncos, they're they're really for being where they are and considering where they started. They are in a very good place. No, they're not going to go to the playoffs this year, but I think this was a better year for them. Well, what do you think about them benching Wilson? And what do you think is going to happen with the team for next year? Do you know? I have absolutely no idea. I'm not sure what they're playing. They've got this backup quarterback. He's a young guy. And he seems to be playing pretty consistent, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Are they really going to cut Wilson? I I don't know. I, I, I mean, he's putting <laughs> tweets out there like everything's in God's hands. And you know what I mean? I mean, it's just kind of a it's thing. almost like he's he's signaling. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, change is coming. Right. But is that a good move? I mean, can you am I am I really willing to say I'm, I'm going to put an entire Broncos team in the lap of a backup quarterback? Ooh, that would be to me, that would be a step back. You know, if you're going to cut Wilson, you're going to need another quarterback that can actually do the job. Now, I will I will say this Stenham, from what I saw, he actually was playing well, but that was one game. Just some rumors. I mean, they're saying Wilson's going to sign with the Steelers after a release. I hadn't heard that one. Oh, well, that one's from the Steeler News. That's interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, they're saying that he's CBS Sports is reporting that they're going to be replacing Wilson. With who? Well, a, a draft NFL, I guess, a young guy. I don't know yet. They're talking about, let's see, maybe a Michigan quarterback, a Washington quarterback that could be drafted. I'll tell you what, the ones out of Michigan are playing pretty, are are really highly rated, you know, like they just finished playing in the Rose Bowl. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. And I'm a, I'm not a college football expert, but I know, you know, like I said, Michigan just finished playing in the Rose Bowl. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see where he lands. I don't think he's ready to retire. no. But I'm going to be very surprised to see him actually uh, be moved. Why would the Cardinals release him unless they felt he wasn't fitting with their program? 
Yeah. Uh, he's the guy's only 35, but in NFL world. Right. You know, he's been in the game. He's been in the league for quite a while. Well, and look at Aaron Rodgers, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. I know we're not talking about him or anything, but no, no, but, but, but that brings up another issue. I mean, I mean, he's going to come back and play for the jets. Um, you know, and we haven't really seen him play for the Jets because the first game he played, he got knocked out, you know? No, it would just be so disappointing. I mean, you know, you're all set and ready to go. And then that happened. It happens. So all the time in the NFL, it can, as you get older, for sure. Especially, especially. So um, here's my question of the teams that won and all three of them won. Which game do you think was the most important for, for them to win? I think this last game was because for the Chiefs, you know, they needed to stay in the playoffs or get win their division and everything, you know? I, I, I would agree with you, but I would actually say the Cardinals actually getting an upset on the Eagles. Yeah? That well, was yeah. a huge, yeah, huge game. Now, it doesn't hurt the playoffs any except for the Eagles, you know, but as far as wins... So I would actually rank, I mean, the Chiefs, and then I'd put the Cardinals, and then I'd put Denver in third, as far as, like, importance of wins. Yeah. If you're talking about that, I, I do have to agree. Yeah. I would put the Chiefs, I would put Cardinals, and then I'd put Denver in third because, you know, and I'm glad Denver got the win, but honestly, they were playing a very flat-footed, weak team that I have no idea what's going to happen with that team, but they desperately need help. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, we've still got Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. I think the Browns are up are kind of around. Um, I don't know where this all goes. Let's see, you've got the Cowboys, the Eagles. They're at the same 11-5. And you got your 49ers, the Lions, of course. I would say, and, and and Detroit is a nasty team too. You're gonna they have to can look. be, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They are really so. It's gonna be interesting to watch and see how um, how things play out going forward. You know, we're because now we're entering into the playoff season, um, and now we're gonna find out all these teams that are getting winning records, all these teams that are playing. You know, we're gonna find out who the best of the best are. I have my thoughts, but obviously, especially when you start getting into playoff games where it's win or go home, you know, we're going to find out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. NFC East has Cowboys and Eagles tied. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting to watch. So I think we'll call it here, guys. Um, we're really excited. I mean, obviously, we love we just we love football. Um, if you guys want to, um, you know, follow us, you can. You can catch past episodes. If you want to follow us, you can catch us on Twitter. You can catch us on Facebook. And we are just really excited. I mean, we're really stoked. Oh, before we go, before we go, we got to include Lost Man because he's got a few things to say about this NFL. 
So, Lars, would you go ahead and tell us what happened in the rest of the NFL? Welcome one. Welcome all back to Loshman Across the NFL, a special segment of the Blaze and Gotch podcast that you can find on Facebook, on Instagram, and www.blazeandgotch.com for Friday, January 5th, 2024, my first segment of 2024 as a wrap-up of week uh, 17 and uh, we're looking at what's ahead for week 18, the final regular season week of the uh, 2023-2024 NFL season. Going to start off with some NFL news as usual. The Cleveland Browns, after three seasons and uh, four starting 2023 quarterbacks later since uh, 2020, clinched a playoff berth with a 37-20 win over the New York Jets. The Miami Dolphins wide receiver and former Kansas City Chief, who has possible uh, MVP aspirations here in 2023, uh, Tyreek Hill had a fire in his home this week. Uh, He left practice to deal with it. Uh, the fire, the fire department was quickly on the scene and found and controlled the, uh, the source of the fire. Um, no one was injured and the source of the fire was determined to be a child playing with a cigarette lighter. Not sure if it was Tyreek's own child or another child that was present at his home. The Kansas City Chiefs became eight time AFC West champions with their win over the Cincinnati on Sunday and are locked in as the overall AFC number three seed. The Baltimore Ravens clinched the AFC uh, number one seed. The Miami Dolphins clinched a playoff berth. San Francisco 49ers clinched the NFC number uh, seven seed. And uh, I mentioned last week that the Lions clinched the AFC North. Uh, the Buccaneers, uh, despite their loss to the uh, Saints, could still clinch the NFC South. As a wild card, the Philadelphia Eagles clinched a playoff berth. The LA Rams, uh, nine and seven, clinched a playoff berth. The uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, lost to Pittsburgh, uh, but a wild card berth could still happen. The Patriots, Panthers, uh, Broncos, Bengals, Raiders, Jets, Chargers, Giants, Commanders, and Cardinals were all mathematically eliminated, but the Panthers clinched the number one overall pick for the 2024 draft, which they then traded to the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bills uh, could win the AFC East if they beat the uh, Dolphins in Week 18. Uh, your Week 17 games and results, Cleveland Browns 37, New York Jets 20. Jets Trevor Simeon, 32 of 45, 261 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Browns Joe Flacco, 19 of 29, 309 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Jets Brees Hall, 13 carries, 84 yards. Browns Jerome Ford, 12 carries, 64 yards. Jets Garrett Wilson, five receptions. 50 yards. Browns David Njaku, six receptions, 134 yards. Dallas Cowboys, 20. Detroit Lions, 19. Lions Jared Goff, 19 of 34, 271 yards, one touchdown, one inter- uh, two interceptions. Cowboys Dak Prescott, 26 of 38, 345 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Lions David Montgomery, 14 carries, 65 yards, one touchdown. Cowboys uh, Tony Pollard, 16 carries, 49 yards. Lions Amon St. Brown, six receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. The Cowboys C.D. Lamb, 13 receptions, 227 yards, one touchdown. Houston Texans, 26. Tennessee Titans, 3. Tennessee's Ryan Tannehill, 16 of 20, 168 yards. Texans' C.J. Stroud, 24 of 32, 213 yards, one touchdown. Tennessee's Derrick Henry, 12 carries, 42 yards. Texans' Devin Singletary, 16 carries, 80 yards. 
Tennessee's DeAndre Hopkins, seven receptions, 72 yards. And the Texans, Texans, Nico Collins, seven receptions, 80 yards. Chicago Bears, 37. Atlanta Falcons, 17. Falcons, Taylor Heineke, uh, 10 of 29, 163 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Uh, Bears, Justin Fields, 20 of 32, 268 yards, one touchdown. Falcons, Bijan Robinson, 15 carries, 75 yards. Bears, uh, Khalil Herbert, 18 carries, 124 yards, one touchdown. Falcons, Tyler Algier, uh, one, seven receptions, 75 yards, uh, one, I'm sorry, one reception, 75 yards, one touchdown. Bears, DJ Moore, nine receptions, 159 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, 56, Miami Dolphins, 19, New Orleans Saints, 23, Tampa Bay Bucks, 13, Buffalo Bills, 27, New England Patriots, 21, Arizona Cardinals, 35, Philadelphia Eagles, 31, Jacksonville Jaguars, 26, Carolina Panthers, 0, Indianapolis Colts, 23, Las Vegas Raiders, 20, LA Rams, 26, New York Giants, 25, San Francisco 49ers, 27, Washington Commanders, 10, Pittsburgh Steelers, 30, Seattle Seahawks, 23, Kansas City Chiefs, 25, Cincinnati Bengals, 17. And Denver Broncos, 16, L.A. Chargers, 9, Green Bay Packers, 33, and Minnesota Vikings, 10. How did I do on my predictions? Well, number one, I said the Browns would win. Number two, I said the Texans would win. Number three, I said the Bears would win. Number four, I said the Ravens would win. Number five, I said the Bills would win. Number six, I said the Jaguars would win. Number eight, I said the 49ers would win. Number 10, I said the Chiefs would win. I'm sorry, uh, number eight, I said the 49ers would win. Number nine, I said the Steelers would win. Number 10, I said the Chiefs would win. Number 11, I said the Broncos would win. And number 12, I said the Packers would win. So I was 12 of 16. Not a bad week whatsoever. Your Week 18 games and predictions uh, sat on Saturday, uh, January 6th, uh, 2024. Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, I'm saying the Ravens win. Houston Texans and Indianapolis Colts, I'm saying the Texans win. Sunday, uh, January 7th, I'm saying Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, I'm saying the Jaguars win. Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints, I'm saying the Saints win. New York Jets and New England Patriots, I'm saying the Jets win. Tampa Bay Bucks and Carolina Panthers, I'm saying the Bucks win. Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals, I'm saying the Browns win. Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears, I'm saying the Bears win. Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders, saying the Cowboys win. Las Vegas Raiders and Denver Broncos, saying the, the Raiders win. Philadelphia Eagles and New York Giants, I'm saying the Eagles win. Seattle Seahawks, uh, Arizona Cardinals, saying the Seahawks win. L.A. Rams, San Francisco 49ers, saying the 49ers win. Kansas City Chiefs and L.A. Chargers, of course, saying the Chiefs win. Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins, saying the Bills win. Uh, my special feature uh, for today is the history of electric football. In 1948, Norman Sass, SAS, succeeded his father, Elmer Sass, as president of Tudor Medical Metal Products Corporation and invented electric football. Norman Sass based the game on vibrating a vibrating car race game made by Tudor. The early number 500 electric football models were the first tabletop football game which featured actual moving players as they reacted to the vibrations created by the electromagnet under the metal field. Passing and kicking was another unique feature of its design. Electric football was an immediate success and maintained popularity throughout the 1960s and 70s. Tudor has sold 70 million electric football games to this date. The commercial success led other toy companies to develop 
similar games. Tudor produced the first all-plastic 3D players in the 1960s. An industrial designer named Lee Payne showed Norman Sass a more realistic set of player prototypes. Tudor introduced these players on its first large game, the number 600 model. Besides figures in five different poses, Payne sold them on the idea of painting the figures using actual NFL uniform colors. He was instrumental in working with the Creative Services Department of the NFL to obtain the license for marketing of the NFL uniform teams. Payne began working directly for Tudor Games as a head of product development. He created new designs with more realistic fields, crowd backgrounds, and scoreboards. Payne used a softer plastic material to develop a new player piece, the triple threat quarterback that can run, pass, and kick. In 1967, Tudor introduced its new flagship model, 620, which implemented a metal playing surface, cardboard backdrop, and scoreboard, NFL-style goalposts, and NFL-painted teams. The model 620 set the standard for electric football. Tudor later introduced the total team control TTC player based with a directional dial that allowed for finer route control and all new capabilities in 1990. uh, And all new capabilities. And and in 1990, Tudor was sold to Miggle Toys. In February 2012, Doug Strom became president and CEO of Tudor Games. Under Strom's leadership, Tudor reestablished the NFL license, created new figures and fields, and officially added products created by electric football hobbyists. There are local, regional, national, and international electric football leagues and tournaments that called culminate in a world championship tournament and convention so there you go there's your uh, history of electric football and i hope you've enjoyed uh this uh, segment of uh, lost man across the nfl and i hope you're enjoying the blaze and gotch podcast overall we enjoy bringing it to you every week uh the girls worked hard to produce this podcast way before i ever came along here in the 2023 2024 season and look forward to continuing my role um in uh, in the years to come here so again hope you're following the lord jesus christ as your personal lord and savior if you don't know him i encourage you to receive him by faith today he is the only way to eternal life he's the only way to uh, lasting peace. Uh, the Bible says, uh, in the, the, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me in John 14, 6. John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, uh, and uh, but so that God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him, the world might be saved. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's you. That's me. Everyone else. You go back to the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3. Uh, Adam and Eve fell into sin. And unfortunately, sin followed the rest of us from then on. Uh, but Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death, which is not only the physical death in this body, but a spiritual eternal death separated from God. And it goes on to say, but... The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and he with me. First John 1.9 says, If we are uh, faithful and just, to for- uh, we, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says, If you believe, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Bible says, Anyone 
one who comes to God that he will, uh, there's no one that he will cast out. Okay. So he loves you. He created you. He wants a relationship with you. And these are, you know, the Bible says these things I've written to you that you may know that you have eternal life. These aren't maybes. These aren't possibilities. These aren't all think about it. These are absolute guarantees from scripture that you can take to the bank each and every day and know that God will be watching over you, pursuing you, loving you um, as you spend time in, in his word and in prayer and attending a good Bible believing Christ exalting church. That's absolutely important. Uh, in Hebrews, it says forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. God created the church for us to gather in and worship and study and learn and grow in God's word together, not separately, not sitting at home watching on TV, but to come together as one body of Christ and worship and do all these things together, to serve in different ministry capacities, to serve in our community together. That's what God created us for is community. So again, hope you're enjoying this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed my Loshman Across the NFL segments. And God bless. If I don't see you here, I'll see you in the air. And I will see you next time here on Loshman Across the NFL. And with that, guys, I'm Teresa Blaze, along with Michelle Saunders Gutch. Michelle, thanks for uh, uh, coming along and having this convo. Hey, convo's good, especially when it's about football. With my bestie, who is my best football buddy. (laughs) Gotta love it, gotta love it. With that, guys, this has been Blazing Gutch, and we're out. across someone that we don't know about please text it in i want you to text nfl to 575-223-1596 you're going to get a little link you're going to fill out your information and if you got football thoughts anything we want to hear about it 